the Our Secret Spot podcast, your look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest singers club. <laughs> okay. Are you gluck lucking? Okay. Go. Ready? No. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Our Secret Spot podcast. Sorry for the delay. We had a little bit of a thing going on over March where I had my tonsils out. Oh, by the way, I'm Lawrence. <laughs> and I'm Jen. We had a little thing, did we? We had a little thing. I had my tonsils out, so we wasn't quite able to record anything with the voice. Guys, it was excellent. Two weeks of no speaking. <laughs> How a lot of rude. bell ringing. So yeah, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast where this month we're going to be discussing something that comes in a lot to our inboxes and in all our uh, questions that we get is what to wear. So we're just going to be talking about some stories of <laughs> things <laughs> that we've seen that Oscars are. for OSS. So <laughs> we're, we're doing some judgments of the best dressed and the worst dressed. <laughs> um, not, you know, naming or shaming anyone because, you know, some of these outfits. Oh, no, we're would, shaming some people for sure. <laughs> some of these outfits are suitable for certain places, just not OSS. Correct. Um, so maybe I should start off because I'm thinking about the worst dressed that I particularly have ever seen. So okay. this particular story was back in the old Darlinghurst days um, where we were greeting customers in the back door. Now, it was probably about 10.30, 11pm on a Friday. It was on a Friday night. So... It was, I think it was a newbie night, to be honest. Um, but most of the couples had turned up and it was it was fairly pumping, but it was around that stage where we were still letting a few stragglers here and there. Um, the doorbell rang and we didn't, I couldn't really see who this couple was from just the doorbell ring. So I went downstairs to go greet them to let them in. The instant reaction was, did you guys just fall out of bed? Because I was like, maybe they're lost. Um, but no, no, they were there to turn up at the club. So to paint a picture as to why I was so shocked as to why they thought it was appropriate to come in like this. The male was in like a Nike t-shirt that was kind of like the wife beater singlet. So it sort of <laughs> hung quite loose. You could see a little bit of side boob going on. He was also wearing some grey floppy trackies and had those sandals with socks on. Now she was... Kind of a little bit better, but still not appropriate for the club. She was wearing like running shorts, had thongs on, had a singlet that kind of had a few rips in it. Hair was messy. It, it, it literally looked like they'd just fallen out of bed. Um, so I basically at the door had to explain to them, look, guys, this is a dress to impress sort of venue. Um, we do appreciate a bit of effort put in for you guys. Unfortunately, we can't let you guys in due to the fact that you are underdressed. I mean, to be honest, I didn't take it badly at all they were like yeah yeah, no problem they did actually mention they were also just around at the pub on the corner watching the football or something um and they just wanted to come and see if they could get in that is my worst dress story to be honest i we i haven't had that many people since dress that way have you experienced anything like that lawrence yeah we over the years we've had a couple of things like that where people just come in and just say they haven't just made any effort at all and it's just obviously super apparent from what they're wearing my the one that stuck out for me was a couple came along she was I mean she was okay she was just sort of in a, a standard sort of dress and but he was in tradie gear 
but like oh, it was like he was still a, with that like the tradey dusty smell n- too. Not just that, but he he was like either a bricklayer or concrete or something because he had <laughs> you know he has a concrete flex all over him. He had the steel cap boots on with concrete shit. I, I looked at him and just say, oh, so he would have like traipsed that all through the yeah. And too. I said, sorry, man, it's just like um, I think maybe. You can. Uh, you should probably go home first, shower and change, and then come back because it looks like you've just come from work. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I have," and I was like, "Well," <laughs> he was. <laughs> he looked at me like I was strange. Maybe. That like we we wouldn't let him in. Like uh, I don't know. Maybe they thought it was a, a pub style thing. I I, I was just I was just. It, it kept me like just shocked. I, I didn't understand why you would think that was appropriate yeah. to come to something like that. You know the reason why we're sort of strict on. Uh, dress standards is because we want everyone else to feel that they're in an environment where people have made that effort. Mm. Effort's a big thing though in the lifestyle as well. Even like appearance wise, but also effort in other things. Yeah. And what's your good story? Well, um, so I actually have two. I thought of another one on the drive over here because I, anyway, I will do the second one afterwards. So the first one um, was... A couple had come from a wedding. It was a Saturday night. I do remember them messaging earlier and being like, is it okay if we come a bit later? It's going to be about midnight when we turn up 11.30 midnight because we'll be at a wedding prior. And I was like, yep, totally fine. All good. This girl and um, partner turned up. He was obviously in a tux. And she was in this beautiful silk, like creamy, peachy kind of colour kind of looked like a bridesmaid's dress but wasn't but this is the way I'm just going to picture it um and floor length had beautiful heels on turned up and I was like you guys must be the couple from the wedding and she was like yep that's us all chirper all happy obviously just come from a celebration within like not even two minutes of entering that um locker room she was stripped down into this tiny little lace bodysuit like it fit into her little handbag, which is probably the size of an iPhone. And she'd been carrying that around at the club or at the club and also at the wedding the whole night. So imagine walking around the wedding and if you have to open your bag and this fishnet thing just pops out of nowhere. Cloak check. <laughs> but don't carry it around. Yeah, that's probably smarter. Um, but that was one of the best dressed couples I can remember just because it was sort of, it was a masquerade event. So everyone had made a bit of an effort, but obviously people had dressed down mm. and they jumped straight into that as well. They sort of went straight into their like lingerie outfits. He went into like boxer shorts and, you know, they jumped straight into the party, which I think I I get that they'd gone to another event, but they'd still made the effort to bring something swinger related as well. I mean, but even what they're wearing would be fine because like it's like so, so, so high end. (laughs) (laughs) They would have stolen the show with that. But also my second one, which I was thinking about in the car, I call her Jessica Rabbit. So I wonder if she'll pick it up because she's come to Annandale a few times. Mm-hmm. And every time she is the spitting image in a different outfit of a beautiful Jessica Rabbit. Now, she they have come as a couple to several events, several. Mm-hmm. And each event's different from masquerade to pendulum to the girls' night. And she always comes in something creative but sexy and sensual, always has something that's like tight-fitting that goes with her body type, um, different colours, goes for like the deep reds, something that is also appropriate enough that she's worn out to dinner prior before they turn up. So she's my other yeah. other little one. In saying, in building, <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> you know who you're talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. In building on in what you're her. talking about there about the what to wear out beforehand. So if you're going out for drinks or you're going to a restaurant and you don't want to be like, you know, wearing... Because some people like to come in lingerie. So mm-hmm. what I'm trying to get out of here is 
you don't have to turn up in the outfit that you plan to wear while you're in the club. Uh, the advice I have is, is just let the door staff know that whether obviously you're coming to our club or any other event is, hey, I'm going to be coming in my normal street clothes, but I plan to be changing straight away into my outfit that I want to wear inside the club that's not maybe not quite so appropriate for uh, wearing it out regularly on the street. There's also like, especially a Friday as well, I've had people say, look, I'm coming in my work outfit. Is it okay if I have a spare change of clothes? Because we, we do get it. Some people do have to work late and instead of rushing home, spending some time and then coming back, you're more than welcome to turn up in those attires. Yeah, and you can have a shower at the club as well, that sort of stuff. But even in that is obviously some, I mean, the horror stories that we just gave just earlier. These are people who, one, they turned up obviously completely under underdressed and had no intention of changing. We have had people who have come who've been just sort of dressed in normal everyday street clothes and they just go, oh, I'm just going to get dressed down anyway. Is that okay? And it's for us, it's like that's a bit of a yes and no answer. It's like, well... You haven't really made the effort. You haven't made the effort. People. And part of the thing that we like to have at OSS is a social atmosphere as well as the, the play stuff. Because the play stuff for us is on top of rather than the main event. Yeah, you need a little bit of um, warming up as well. And the flirting does take a big chunk. Yeah, we like to have a good social atmosphere throughout the venue. So even if you came on any particular night and for whatever reason you didn't play, you could still have a great night, a nice atmosphere without feeling like you missed out on anything just because you didn't have sex. Yeah, definitely. And it's also, we also, for these couples who are underdressed, we also don't want them feeling uncomfortable as well because we want to create the environment that makes everybody feel comfortable. Um, And having an attire similar to what we've just described, I feel like it will isolate them as well. And that'll just create a, you know, a bad experience for that person or a couple. Yeah. So, and people ask us occasionally, it's like, well, what should we wear? And okay. I'd say read the website in terms of what event you're planning on coming to and try and gear what you're wearing towards that. So, for example, masquerade party might be a bit more... Cocktail style. So, something you'd wear out to like a nice dinner in the city or drinks out with the girls. Um, Gentlemen, I always say, you know, jeans and a nice button-up shirt. You can never go wrong with a button-up shirt because every girl likes to take that off. Yeah. Insane with the button-up shirt. So there's other things. You know, in Australia, I think we have a bit more of a laid-back culture with with our fashion and what we wear, uh, especially when we do go out to, you know, uh, higher-end event, uh, venues. So, like, if you went to a restaurant, you know, people, especially in the summer months, like, people wearing shorts. Now, we don't have a problem if you wear shorts at the club, but you can dress up shorts. You can dress down shorts as well. Like, if you just turned up in gym shorts, it's probably not the right type of short. But if you have a... I don't know, Jess, what's a... How like do you, a nice what? cargo sort of short. Where cargo? It's, got, well, it's like the... Not cargo. Um, like chino, sorry. Yeah, chino. Chino is what I meant to say. Yeah. The chino sort cargo of Cargo and khakis, no. <laughs> if you've got <laughs> more pockets an, than a woman's a mili- purse. No, if it's a military <laughs> party, you're in the right place. Yeah, okay, all right. So that's an Themed idea. Yeah, yes. If you're theme orientated <laughs> and you're in that, you're going for that, like yeah. it's a deliberate look. Um, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. So something like, that's more like the Chino style. So almost like that polo look where you've just come off a boat. I know this is very stereotyping, but you're off the boat. You've got like a button-up shirt. You've got like your white shorts or your um, creamy sort of shorts that are rolled up with some um, slip-on the, shoes and a nice. They're essentially dress pants that have just been cut off. Yeah. Not Lawrence just, has a, a lot of them. Yeah. They make his ass look good. Yeah. You want to be comfortable <laughs> too. I think you're just brushing <laughs> this off. So Lawrence never gets compliments, obviously, or just gets too many. Thank you. Oh, my God. Is that what you want? 
it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll go fap off to myself. Oh, all right. <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, With the girls, though, as well, um, being a girl, I always say dress to impress. Something that, you know, I always find goes perfectly with almost every event is that whole little black dress style. So I've had women call me up and be like, you know, what should I wear? And I always say, look, a little black dress or a black skirt and a bodysuit with some nice heels or, or shoes that you feel, you know, are sexy. Trying to just... Go for something that's a little bit out of your comfort zone. Like it's you don't want to be wearing something that you'd go shopping with or you're having breakfast with your family. It's something that you want to, you know, make your body and your personality stand out a bit more. Just, I think he's still Sorry, I'm just, I was, I was fantasizing about cocktail dresses. <laughs> literally was like, I've, I can see him zoning out. I've lost him to the, what is it, the daytime dresses? Oh, when summer and spring come out, yeah, the legs the are out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lawrence has a big thing for the slide up skirting. Yeah. No, what is it called? What do you call it? When it's like, um, you're in public and it's the, um, the, just the. Oh God, what are you exposed about me no. now? <laughs> no, it's one of those things where it's like, um. You kind of expect at the club where you see somebody in sexy lingerie, so you get a little peek. If she bends over slightly, you're like, ooh, there's some nice lace. But if you're out in the wild, <laughs> you're out in <laughs> the normal and every day and a girl's, I don't know, filling up her car um, and she reaches into her car to grab her wallet or something, can you just see that slight little... <laughs> you know, you just like you just see that little bit of underwear. You like seeing oh. underwear in the wild is very exciting, right? Exactly. Is that what you're getting at? Yeah, okay. pretty much. Because yeah. Lawrence cannot stop moving in his seat right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you made a good point, Lawrence. Is like definitely look at the theme that you're coming to. So we do try and give you like a little bit of a blurb on each theme event as well. And also, if you once you do ticket purchase your tickets online. There is a little blurb on like, you know, kind of like our dress standards as well. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is like everyone's got their own style and, you know, the things that you've heard us just talk about in terms of what we like to see. That That's our obviously our own uh, idea of dressing up. But like if you have your own idea and what makes you feel good, what you makes you feel that makes you look good is up to you. It's just easy, I think, to tell when someone has made an effort no matter what it is. And that's what we're looking for ultimately at the end of the day. And that's what you should be aiming for whenever you go to any kind of party like this. You want to be putting your best foot forward, looking your greatest, smelling your greatest, have a shower. <laughs> <laughs> so we're moving right along to question so, time. Yeah, so we're doing question time. Um, so we get the stories a little bit shorter this time just because we've got a few more questions. So yeah, we've got a few questions we want to get through. Yeah. So Lawrence, you want to start with the first one? Okay. So these questions were sent in to us uh, via Instagram. We just put up a story of asking people to send in some questions. So we're just going to pick a few of them. Um, some might take a little bit longer to answer than others. Okay, the first one is, when is the next bar night coming up? Ah, easy. So the next... So this you're listening to this in the beginning of April 2021. When's the next bar night coming up? So the next pendulum night that is coming up is the 28th of May. 28th of May. Mm-hmm. So well over six weeks. Yes. Okay. And if anyone's wondering what that means, the bar night means it's every night... Bisexual, any sexuality is welcome in the venue, but the pendulum party is more geared towards Bi- giving a safe space for bisexual people to come and play, both of male and female or any other gender, because uh, we noticed that there was a little bit of a disproportionate acceptance of bisexuality for women, whereas men were still viewed as complete homosexuals if they were bi. Yeah, and, and, and being there, judged for it. There was so a we wanted to have a space around it. So we wanted yeah. to make sure that everyone felt accepted. 
Yeah. I'll read the next question, but I think you should answer it because it's probably geared more towards you mm. answering it. Um, has the club ever had a private event that was a reverse gangbang? The answer is no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so if you go back to if you go back <laughs> if you go back to episode one, uh, you can hear about a kind of reverse gangbang situation. What was he, what was his name again? What do we call him? James? It was James or something like that? <laughs> who had a, a literal line of women lining up to play with him? Yeah, good for him. Um, in terms of a private event, uh, specifically for that, no, we haven't had that. But if you want one, let us know. We'll, ha- we'll happily help you organise it. We can we can try and arrange. Sure, there's a whole bunch of ladies that would like that. A reverse gangbang. <laughs> Why not? Should we explain what a reverse gangbang is in case anyone doesn't know? <laughs> in case people don't know, a reverse gangbang would be Lawrence swarmed by five. Only Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> it can only ever happen if well, Lawrence is I'm just is using involved. you as an example. It would be like Lawrence with five plus women. So... Yeah. It's kind of like the, the gangbang that we've got upcoming in the next couple of weeks, the three seats, um, where I'm going to be swarmed with men. It's yep. a reverse. <laughs> next question. So the next question is, do the staff play too? Here's how, to, how we answer this. is like Obviously, they're their own people. They can do what they like when they're not working. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, that's probably the best way to answer it. Like everyone that does work for us is open-minded um and each brings an element to the lifestyle in their own way that is probably better if you just sort of you ask them because there's definitely definitely ways to yeah we're not going to tell what people can and can't do after the event has finished (laughs) maybe this question is geared more towards uh do they play where the party is going (laughs) 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 it's funny because we both just looked at each other and we're like how do we answer this look I, I don't want to say no, but they're not there to play. So as long as the job is getting done, our staff members work exceptionally hard and they, they do an amazing job, but we also don't like to work them like dogs. So they do have times where they can have a half an hour lunch break, even though it is two in the morning. Um, so catch them on their lunch break. Yeah, lunch break. Last one? Yep, you want to read it? Okay. Most acrobatic act you've seen in the club? This one might take a bit of going through the memory bank for this one. Do, 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 oh, do. I've oh, got one. You got one. I've got one. Um, I it was it was at the club. I don't know. It wasn't during a, a club night. It was a a private event, but it was um a friend who is a pole dancer. And mm-hmm. she is extra flexible um, okay. <laughs> to the point where a side split, so her legs at either side of her body, is overly natural and they sort of push out even more so her pelvis comes forward. She I'm act- listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was with her and another guy, so it was us three in the room and we were playing and she we were kind of like in this weird, awkward position where she was up against the wall and really the only way to kind of get out of it was to either put her legs behind her head, like to get in deeper and so I could continue going down on her or that we'd all have to stop, pull back and reposition. So she did the one thing that um, I didn't think was possible and pretzeled herself while she was having sex. So he was going in and out of her at the same time while she put one leg behind her head and then the other one. <laughs> so she looked like a pretzel while I went down on her simultaneously. Wow. It was an impressive acrobatic move. Yeah. Um, but I've seen her just like pop her legs out and just like bang. She's there. And how does it go again? Bang. <laughs> <laughs> you just like listening to me make stupid noises. Mm. 
<laughs> so that's probably the most acrobatic thing I can think of off the top of my head. The one I have in my mind, I don't know how acrobatic it is. I think the, the, the reason it becomes acrobatic is because it wasn't on a bed. But, okay, oh, so it was, you know, the, the, the sex swing up in Annandale. The woman was, so she was, she was in the swing, but face down. So her stomach was on the, the swing instead of, she was, instead of her being on her back. I don't know who, well, there was three guys. So one behind her holding her legs apart while having sex. And it was sort of giving her, so obviously you're in the swing. It was, you know, pushing her back and forward while she was giving a, a double hand job to one guy on each side of the so other So she was end. like skiing. Yeah. <laughs> you know how like people like ski up and down? Yeah, exactly. So she was skiing. Yeah, she was skiing. She was skiing. In <laughs> that's pretty acrobatic. Well, yeah, okay, it is. That is that, that's because there's a lot of concentration too. Like acrobats have to concentrate on their moves. Yeah, I actually did have a thought when I walked past and I saw that. I was just like, is, I wonder how much... Enjoyment she's getting She's having, it? yeah. It's because like, you've got to be focusing on yeah. some things and like, you know, it's... I think maybe with the momentum though from the other guy, like I'm trying to imagine now... Once the momentum got into place and it got into like a steady movement, you you could definitely focus out of it. Like you could get into the fact of just feeling him inside of you instead of f- trying to focus on your hands. Because yeah. if you just kept them in the same sort of position, you just sort of go up and down. Yeah. Because sometimes I think with those acrobatic moves and like, uh, you know, you, I mean, the most acrobatic thing I do is, I don't know, I might hold on to something on the ceiling while I'm trying to. I don't know, but I don't feel like, <laughs> like you're happened? just doing it because it's something to do rather than you're mm-hmm. actually getting heaps of enjoyment out of it, right? Well, yeah, definitely. Like I, I think the most acrobatic thing I do is like putting my legs, like my knees to my shoulders. Okay, okay. Back up. Start again. Slower. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? So the most acrobatic thing that I do is put my legs to my shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're getting so making me say it so slow. I'm just being creepy. You do this all the time. <laughs> Sorry. That's <laughs> how people get in deeper. Otherwise, can you say that? Again? <laughs> can you say that again while you rub your clit? Is that what you're thinking? Yes. <laughs> Guys, if you could see his face, he's kind of sweating up a little bit. He's probably. I am a little sweaty. You are a little sweaty. <laughs> Sorry about is that. It's a hot and heavy conversation. It is getting a little hot and heavy. I'm thinking about all these dicks everywhere and vaginas <laughs> sliding. And pelvis pushing out while people getting pretzled. Pretzled. <laughs> oh, she was pretzling herself. Yeah. I mean, she definitely had an orgasm though. I think like some of the most, I wouldn't say this is acrobatic, but the most demanding things that I see, especially women do in the club, is if they're doing airtight. So one guy penetrating her vagina, another penetrating her her ass, and, an, and she's giving a blowjob. It feels like that's a lot of work. It was a lot of and work. You and you see that like, there's this, like, there's, you know, when, like, the veins are popping in their neck and they're like, oh, God. Well, because it's, like, it, it is, from experience, very difficult to get into the right rhythm because you're trying to, like, coordinate two guys who also kind of don't really want to be touching each other as much as possible because they want to be in the holes and they're sort of trying, you're trying right. to... It's it's very hard to coordinate. It's a great feeling because it's, like, there's so much overstimulation happening that I think... It's just You've just got to accept to as a guy that you're going to be touching another guy in that situation. Unless you're the guy uh, getting the blowjob where you're, you're, you're far removed from the other two. But as the two in the, the vagina and the ass, you're going to be touching another dude. And you just got to accept it. Yeah, look, it. I mean, you accepted it. So you just, fine. And if you have a problem with that, just play the Lonely Island song in your head, no homo. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gay there's a lady in the way. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you need to cope. Oh, look, it's... 
I think it's it's definitely an accomplishment though. Like I felt very accomplished once I got that done. I was like, okay, I've had enough sex for now. Yeah, and sometimes like as a guy, you're being, I guess, a bit more athletic in that situation because like you, you've got to be positions you're in. Yeah, you've got to well. be like half squatting and like doing a lunge squat just to get into the right area. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely like it's not as sexy looking. Yeah. Um, as porn shows it off to be because i mean it feels no it's sexy great. looking it's just not sexy feeling someone what do you mean it feels great yeah for you no no, no yeah that's <laughs> what i'm saying i'm like like they, they on porn they get all the right angles to show you like you know the girl getting you know dp'd and then the dick comes out i know what whereas if you view it from um afar more as a voyeur it's not as sexy to look at because there's probably one guy with a leg like up here looking like a monkey and then there's another guy like laying there just trying not to move to keep his dick inside and then it's, it's a lot of, like, coordination skills. Yeah. But, I mean. Hey, someone's got to do it. Yeah, I know. Okay, that's enough for question time. Why are you getting a bit hot? <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> you didn't say yes or no. Yes. <laughs> are we, so what have we got coming up at the club for the next month or so? So coming up this month is our seventh birthday, um, which is happening on the 10th of April. Yay, we made it to seven years. Thank God. Um, then after that, we do have the three Caesars back. So the gangbang, I've had a swarming amount of applications come through. So girls, get ready. Um, even though the girls' tickets are already sold out, and we do have a wait list of greedy girls who'd like to get in line. <laughs> it is looking like a very, very sexy crowd. Okay. Not just, you know. And you're handpicking the dudes. I am handpicking the dudes because I will be participating. So I feel like I I should be handpicking some of my guys. We. <laughs> um, we also have another Club V being released. I have um, posted on our socials that tickets haven't been released live, but they are up and active. So if you do want the link, please send a message to us. Other than that, we also have... Some fun nights coming up soon. We've got a new um, night called R&B Nights, which will involve having some live DJs. So we're going to have DJs coming back, seeing as dancing is now allowed, and we're going to be having some dance nights. Huzzah. Huzzah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, um, it was great to be back speaking and listening to Lawrence after two weeks off. <laughs> as always send us through anything if you'd like to hear us um answer any questions um any feedback um thanks to all those guys that have been supporting us as well you guys are awesome any topics you want covered and please feel free to hit us up on social media instagram twitter facebook our secret spot uh email us at info at our secret spot phone call zero four seven eight one three one seven six nine Leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Thanks again, guys, for listening and tuning in for our fourth podcast. We'll probably be back in a few weeks because this was supposed to be our March podcast, so we'll be back probably at the end of April. Yes. So, apologies. No apologies. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to bleep that out. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.